I read all the best Bitcoin content out there so that you can listen. This is a Crypto Economy Quick Read with Guy Swan. Welcome back to the show, crew. I have got a really fun one today, uh, and we'll probably have some very short commentary afterward, but I'm low on time, so I don't want to waste any more of it. We are reading Hass McCooks, or Friar Hass on Twitter, you probably know him by, uh, his Medium post that is also published in the Bitcoin Times Volume 2, and it's titled, The Passion of the Believers. As always, we commence by sending thanks and good tidings to Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator and first of the believers, general of the Byzantines, breaker of banks, and fighter of fiat, and to Hal Finney and the apostles and the disciples thereafter, and to the stoic and patient true believers who keep their tithe holy and stack sats for their salvation. O you who believe... Fear the day of economic reckoning, and do not face the angel of hyper-Bitcoinization as a no-coiner, for punishment awaits them in the hereafter. Religion has always been a touchy subject, with tens of millions of people even recoiling at the word. These demographics are reflected in the observable Bitcoin, Twitter, social media communities, with the recoilers being observably overrepresented. When Bitcoiners are referred to as cult members, should they really be that upset? In this piece, I argue that they should not be, and instead, that they come home to the hard money monastery. I will commence with dictionary definitions of religion and where Bitcoin fits into it. From there, I will introduce the mythology, memes, and laws that drive the commitment, attitudes, beliefs, and practices of true believers and demonstrate the parallels between Bitcoin and, quote, traditional religions. Perhaps you will find that a little religion may be good for all of us. So how is religion defined? The Oxford Dictionary defines it as, quote, a pursuit or interest followed with great devotion, end quote. Merriam-Webster defines it as, quote, a personal set or institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices, and, quote, commitment or devotion to religious faith or observance. I think this is a suitable secular definition moving forward. I would also define the term, quote, hereafter as at some time in the future, but also after death. The concept of death, or perhaps more specifically, Judgment Day, is viewed by many Bitcoiners as a devastating economic event, the death of fiat. Ultimately, this will lead to total civilizational collapse, or the phenomenon of, quote, hyper-Bitcoinization. Effectively, when all global trade is conducted in Bitcoin, and its market capitalization is in the dozens of trillions if not hundreds. A tenet of the Bitcoin faith is belief in this day and the need to prepare well for it. With definitions out of the way, we can get to the epic memes. Bitcoin mythology is legendary in its potential reach. 
Satoshi as a real yet mythical being, concept, or meme would deserve a full book in their own right. The Bitcoin network is omnipresent, beamed everywhere, even from the heavens above. There is decentralization of everything, from the mechanical process of mining to the human process of building and hodling, thought, and religious or non-religious ideology. The nodes are omnipotent, and only through their good graces can changes be made to Bitcoin. Running a full node is a practice that is incumbent on the true believer. The time chain is the unforgeable eternal ledger secured by the practice of mining, of which true believers are encouraged to do if able. Through the process of proof of work, the pulse of the network is the literal monetization and digital embodiment of energy. Capital E energy is thermodynamically finite, yet infinitely divisible into units of energy, just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a simple digital reflection of energy and is irrevocably tied to it. Energy is everything in the universe. Everything around us is simply a materialization of this energy in one state or another. Energy is nature. Energy is life. We now finally have a monetary approximation of this through Bitcoin. Bitcoin, then, is simply energy, and by extension, nature and life itself. Nature demands submission. The nature of Bitcoin is open and permissionless, and since Bitcoin is rooted in nature, or in other words, energy, the will of Bitcoin must be submitted to. Lao Tzu said, One of great virtue is one who follows the natural way of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is vague and intangible, yet in the vague and void there is image, there is substance. Within the profound intangible there is essence. This essence is genuine. In it lies the great faith. Since the beginning of 2009, Bitcoin has been in existence. Only through it can one understand the origin of all beings. How do I know that this is the true essence? It is through this natural way. The Tao of the Coin, Chapter 21 Bitcoin is the essence of money. The true believer is content in their submission to the will of Bitcoin, and they will be greatly rewarded in the hereafter. I will discuss the hereafter and several other parallels Bitcoin has with traditional religions next. There are several common themes across the world's major religions, spanning monotheistic, polytheistic, and philosophical ones. Bitcoin embodies bits and pieces of all of them, and can even share conflicting religious beliefs. Such is the beauty of Bitcoin. It is compatible and flows through nature, with anyone free to ride its waves and integrate it into their own, quote, religion. Take, for example, the contrast of Bitcoin and the Christian concept of original sin. The Bitcoin observant see mankind's fall from grace as the movement to fiat currency, and we are all born default Keynesians and need to stack sats to clean ourselves for a pleasant hereafter. Islam takes an opposite view, whereby all people are born Muslim and with a clean spiritual slate, 
and non-Muslims can, quote, revert to Islam if they choose. The Bitcoin analogy in this case would be that we are born free, with a clear mental slate that accepts the will of nature, but gets forced into the fiat machine. We can revert to our state of freedom by declaring our faith in Bitcoin, best done by stacking sats. There are also elements of both free will and divine preordainment at play in traditional religions, and this is also apparent in Bitcoin. We all participate based on our free will, with a major reason being the divine preordainment of the Bitcoin supply. One cannot mention Bitcoin and religious reverence without the mentioning of Satoshi. In one way, he presents as a savior who so loved us that he sacrificed almost 5% of Bitcoin's supply so that he may complete his favor upon us. As a messenger, he created the perfect money for us and brought to us this code called Bitcoin Core. Within its own ecosystem, the code is a deity in its own right. It sets fixed boundaries of what is and isn't allowed and enforces these rules without fear or favor, beholden to no one, only to the greater law of mathematics. Although enforcement mechanisms differ across religions, the same points apply. Therefore, every node running the code is a deity in its own right, too. An MMOPG, a massively multi-peer online polyumvirate god engaged in financial warcraft. In all religions, there is always some struggle of good versus evil in one way or another, with suffering being a theme across the majority. It is the ultimate display of low time preference, struggle now for victory and rewards in the future. Many religious people struggle for a future that may not even exist. Struggles can be internal or external. Internal struggles are the hardest, as sin can be easily fallen into. Bitcoin has no struggles. It just is. The believers must struggle externally in what will be the biggest mythological good versus evil war in history. The battle of hard, pure money versus evil facilitating fiat. Internally, they need to avoid particular, quote, deadly sins. The original seven deadly sins were lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. Religions encourage staying away from sin and following the straight and narrow path. Staying away from sin and doing good deeds grants you rewards for a heavenly hereafter. After all, everything in nature is incentive-driven. Some say that if you indulge in these sins often enough, the regret and heavy conscience would be enough to make the final minutes on your deathbed feel like hell on earth, regardless of what afterlife you believe in. More importantly, chances are you will likely lose a lot of sats taking that approach, and based on what you believe, a fiery eternity would await you too. Either way, losing sats may be the difference between a heaven-like or hell-like experience in the Bitcoin hereafter. In light of these seven sins, the observant maximize their health and live long lives by fighting gluttony and sloth, fight greed and pride by staying humble and stacking sats, 
and show no envy by voluntarily giving away your source for people to benefit from as they wish. Lust is a discretionary one, and wrath is allowable and encouraged against no-coiners and shit-coiners alike. The jurisprudence remains unclear, though, with some sects, such as the Temple of Toxicity, arguing that wrath against shit-coiners and no-coiners is incumbent upon the believer. Quote, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in the blockchain, where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Book of Satoshi, 615. While many newcomers come into the ecosystem at the prospect of financial returns, their education and involvement lead them to the natural way, stacking sats. From there, the believer reaps several rewards, both spiritual fulfillment for their souls, as well as a much higher chance for a rapture on economic judgment day and thereafter. Through the act of religiously regular sat stacking, the believers provide an uphill sloping bedrock and stability to the price. Some even refer to this ritual as a tithe, as every single sat stacked furthers the cause of Bitcoin. Yet another parallel. As we move up the natural logarithmic price slope, we get increases in energy level to help in our fight. From a literal point of view, energy used to power Bitcoin will increase as a function of price. From a figurative point of view, the quote energy level is the size of the weaponry available to us in our contest against central banks. This means an enclosed Bitcoin ecosystem that is capable of delivering financial sovereignty to the masses. Indeed, victory has been granted to the patient and those who keep their tithe holy. Of course, there will be some vanity rewards to those who hold 6.15 Bitcoin with promises of citadel living, endless riches, and well-endowed partners. Having laid out the case above, we can see that Bitcoin facilitates most attitudes and beliefs, especially those related to freedom and sovereignty. The true believer's involvement in the ecosystem involves many different religious practices, whether it's contributing code, running a node, learning and educating, or simply stacking sats. They carry out these practices with great devotion. Not only does Bitcoin fit the dictionary definition, we have seen that Bitcoin as a religion shares many underlying tones with both the ancient and modern religions. At the end of the day, Everyone has to believe in something. Might as well believe in something verifiable and unforgeable. In closing, we will recite a brief Bitcoin prayer. O oh Bitcoin, do not punish us if we forget our DCA or we fall into error with fiat and shitcoins. O Bitcoin, and lay not on us a bear market like that which you did lay on those before us. O Bitcoin, and put not on us bags greater than we have the strength to bear, and enlighten us and humble us and grant sovereignty to us. You are our bulwark, so grant us patience between this having and the next. 
The Bitcoin Times Edition 2 is the collaborative work of eight writers and one designer with the intent to educate, inspire, and spread ideas on Bitcoin. Each section will be released on Medium as a free long-form article, and the full compiled version of the Bitcoin Times will be available for free at the link below. In 2020, we'll release a limited edition hardcover collectible for purchase, which you'll be notified of by email if you download the free PDF. If you found value in this or any of the other essays and articles, please support each of the contributors by sharing it out and following their work. And they have got a link to download the full uh, second edition of the Bitcoin Times and, of course, the first edition, uh, which we have also covered on the show if you would like to read that. Um, but this will conclude The Passion of the Believers by Hass McCook or Friar Hass on Twitter. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, this was a fascinating read and really enjoyable. And to be perfectly honest, I'm warming up to the idea. It is, I am definitely one of the people in the first paragraph that tends to recoil at the idea of uh, calling it a religion. But he makes some really good points. And honestly, the last line is what really stuck as far as how I would categorize this in my mind, because to be perfectly honest, I don't know of anything. I can't think of anything in my life that I have been so passionate about as, as a thing, as an idea in my life as I have with Bitcoin. Like, and it's an extension of other ideas that I have been passionate about. Just my, the concept of Liberty and the, the building and, and pushing towards what I hope is a, a future with far greater freedom and autonomy and sovereignty. So like this was always something that I was really passionate about and has always been incredibly important to me. But I think Bitcoin really did codify it in a way that I, I never had access to, I guess you could say. Like it, it just, it was always a little bit more abstract. Like I had the principles and stuff, but there is something almost tangible about Bitcoin and what it represents that I don't think can be ignored. Uh, I think it was Rollo McFlugel who said the other day that uh, libertarianism will not be uh, like we won't have to convince people of libertarianism or something in a Bitcoin world, uh, in a Bitcoin future, because that will be the default. The principles that Bitcoin embodies will be something that is accepted as a base truth. And I think that that's, I don't think that's far off from the truth, or at least what I see that there are realities that Bitcoin pushes forward. There are memes and, and this, uh, this abstraction of real, like human principles of, of how we should treat each other and what fairness actually is that Bitcoin embodies and teaches us rather than us teaching it. We do not inform Bitcoin of these things. Bitcoin informs us of these things. And that is really powerful. That is not something to, all joking aside, as much as like I just love the, the playfulness of this piece in the Book of Satoshi 615, the seven deadly sins and the Tao of the coin. Like this is, this is just a really, really fun read. But there is a degree of truth here that is really hard to define or, or at least, I guess, ignore. And this is something that I am so incredibly passionate about. And I just love that uh, this is all lead up to the last line is that at the end of the day, 
everyone has to believe in something. We might as well believe in something verifiable and unforgeable. And uh, religion, I think, is mischaracterized um, overall. And I've been having, I've actually been rediscovering or, or, or re uh, studying religion and like the myths that they came came from and what they were actually telling from 2000 years ago before the scientific revolution how people thought in stories and that the stories and the gods were these forces were these internal like evolutionary um uh, irresistible instincts the, these parts of being human that run us the, these feelings that we that are that were overcome with, and we personified them in stories to explain them, to to identify and see them when they arise, so that we could act uh, self-reflexively, so that we could be present in spite of them. We were not ruled by our instincts because we abstracted them out, so that we could observe them. And it's a, a really brilliant concept. Um, it, it's something that Jordan Peterson goes into a lot in, uh somewhat in his uh, book, uh, what is it, The Twelve Rules of Life. Um, that's more of just kind of a perspective thing, uh, but more more deeply he goes into it in Maps of Meaning. It's a really fascinating discussion, and it's got me thinking about this a lot, uh, which is so funny that uh, Haas uh, dropped this article at the time that he did, because I'm like right in the middle of it, so like that's currently what my brain is racing around thinking about. And if religion is our personification or our, uh, our codification, in a sense, of that which we think is true, of, of that which is part of the, the natural way and of the origin of things, Bitcoin is that. Bitcoin is something that we can prove as true, that we know. We know the origins are mathematics. Like, like I see the universe as a mathematical system, one that follows very strict rules and does not care about whether or not you know about the rules. It is, it is unforgiving. My, my brother talks about a concept of the jealous God. Why, where did that concept come from? Because it sounds really vicious and stupid um, that oh, we're just going to have this guy in the sky who's just jealous and angry and hates us. But it's actually an ex it's a, it's a means to explain the concept that the universe does not care what you think or what your intent is if you are not aligned with the way. If you are ignorant of gravity, gravity is still going to beat the crap out of you if you abuse it. Like, you're not going to just be able to fly because you really want to fly. And, and, and that, that makes the universe or the, the rules, the way of, the, of physics or whatever, unforgiving and brutal in a sense. Um, but in doing so, it allows us the ability to learn what the truth is. And, uh, and Bitcoin is very similar to that. Bitcoin is unforgiving. Bitcoin is its own system with its own rules, and it punishes anyone who does not uh, adhere to its incentives, that does not... Uh, does not does not live uh, the way of Bitcoin. If you do not back up your keys, Bitcoin is not going to apologize and uh, you know pat you on the back and give you a give you a get out of jail free card. You're going to lose your keys. You're going to lose your coins. And I know exactly what it feels like. Bitcoin punished me for exactly that thing. I did not properly perform the ritual of the backing up of the keys. So <laughs> um, a lot of great stuff in here. 
really fun article. And to be perfectly honest, it really has got me thinking. And this is something that constantly comes up. Uh, the Raleigh Bitcoin crew um, loves to just go all out with uh, Bitcoin is a religion and a cult. And it's like it's usually a next level when we get into it over there. Um, so uh, this is something that I run into a lot. And I'm entertaining it just a little bit. We'll see where this goes. But I loved this piece. A huge thank you to Hass McCook and uh, you know, Friar Hass on Twitter. Don't forget to check him out. Um, if you're not following him, you're really missing out. It's just gold. And uh, for letting me read this on the show um, and explore it a little bit with you guys. So thank you so much. I'm going to try to have uh, some episodes for you next week while you're doing your holiday traveling. Um, uh, if not, uh, catch up on the old episodes and I may be re-releasing one that I think a lot of people, a lot of new listeners have missed and is just, uh, absolutely critical. Uh, there's going to be some throwbacks to some really golden oldies, so to speak. And, uh, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget that if you want to support my work in turning all of the most fascinating and fun pieces in Bitcoin into the audio versions they deserve so that you can listen uh, to all the pieces that you don't have the time to sit down and read. Uh, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash the crypto economy and it will also get you uh, access to the uh, crypto economy crew telegram. And last, don't forget also if you actually have, I've had a couple of people recently who have become supporters on Anchor uh, the, the anchor like built-in support thing, but I don't have a way to contact you up there. So first off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've gotten a couple of supporters recently, but I have no way of sending you an email or a message in anchor. And I'm actually going to send this, uh, send a support ticket and ask if there's a way to like do some sort of a messaging so that I can get you guys the link to the telegram crew, because that's same thing in my book. Um, and it's hugely appreciated. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, so if you do this on Anchor, be sure to shoot me an email at thecryptoeconomy at protonmail.com or uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter. But if that's a little bit too much, the one thing that you can always do to help this show is share it with everybody you know in Bitcoin so they hear about it and so that they too can listen to all of the best written content and ideas and perspectives in Bitcoin from the most brilliant minds in this space. That is always a huge help and a thank you to everyone who does. And thank you for joining me on this crazy journey into this future, uh, this, this new religion that we have, the, this new hope for actually building ourselves the freedom that we should get by default, but that we will fight for with every podcast, with every share, with, with every friend we tell about Bitcoin, with every block we hash, with every line of code that is written, with every sat that is stacked, and with every node that we run. If no one intends to let us have our sovereignty, then we will just take it. That will do us for today. I'm going to try to be back here early next week for some more episodes. And until then... Take it easy, guys.